live on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. A new day brings new topics. Our sports talk brings extensive debate and analysis by the host, expert contributors, and callers. We discuss it all. Join us weekdays at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Welcome to the second leg of Never Had It So Good Sports Radio tonight. The professional experts are up next. My co-host, Duck Raleigh, how are you, sir? Doing well, Princess. Princess, you, your music, the intro, <laughs> has me up, has my shoulders moving. My feet, I saw I the feet say, going like <laughs> I want to see you dance in the boot, Duck. You know, go ahead and do a YouTube video and, and, and post it. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. There's TikTok. Yeah, do do see you're up on this more than I am. Tim Moore, how are you? I'm doing well, Princess. How are you? Doing really good. Doing really good. Thank you for being on. Thank you, Duck. Will Lewis, welcome to the show. Greetings, everybody. Good to hear from you all. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Did you happen to watch the game last Thursday, um, Will Lewis? Houston and, and West Virginia. Oh, yeah. Houston and who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that was uh, perfect. <laughs> fabulous. Did you think about Duck? I did. I said, oh, Lord. Couldn't help Duck it. is not going to be. <laughs> He's not going to be happy. Uh, Ricky Press Porter, how are you, sir? Especially what? <laughs> Especially the way it hey, ended, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Princess, how yeah. are you? What's up, fellas? <laughs> hey, Shut up, Doug. Hey, Princess. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is all that's on right now. Jay Hayes is not in the system. Um, no Steve Thornton. I thought well, we Steve, also were going to get this. Yeah, Steve just texted, but Donna Jones that he – I sent it to him, too. Yeah, Washington Husky himself, I wanted to talk to him. So this is who we have, Duck, if you want to get started. Okay. Uh, let's start off with uh, Will. Let's, Will, what's, what's the open mic like? What you got for us? Oh, man. Um, first off, I guess a, uh, I want to shout out to the uh, or, or, or tip a, a glass of champagne to the 72 Dolphins who now are still the only undefeated team in the NFL history since uh, the Eagles went down and the 49ers went down. And then uh, along with the 49ers going down, I want to shout out to my man P.J. Walker, quarterback from the Cleveland Browns, who was an ex-XFL University quarterback, um, yeah. quarterback in the, uh, the Cleveland Browns. So shout out to P.J. And then uh, lastly on the open mic, wanted to uh, shout out to the – Philadelphia Phillies, man, and that crazy crowd. That's the that's a I mean outstanding, man, just watching the Phillies play. I'm not even a big baseball fan, but that was they're pretty unique in, in just how uh, electric they are. Yeah. Okay. Uh Ricky Porter, open mic. You know, Doc, my my open mic is I don't know. It's it's more of like a thought. And you know me, I like to bounce things off of people because I, I don't bash anybody. I try not to unless I have to. But uh, And I definitely <laughs> don't like to talk about 
people when it comes to their livelihoods and their jobs. But I just got to thinking about, because I've watched bits and pieces of their games, and I'm just wondering, and, I, you know, this is a crazy term, but we use it, um, could the game have passed Bill Belichick up? I'm just wondering, I'm just watching their team play, and I don't know, and it's not my place to say, is it that time for him to kind of still go out on top and, and, and everybody see all the accolades, all the great things he's done, uh, or does he stick around and it starts more confusion of, okay, was it Tom Brady and not him? I like to think it was both of them. I, you know, I, I really think he's a, a very good coach, but I don't know what's going on this year, and, and is, he just, is he just fading? Uh, I don't know. Is he putting the time in? He might be putting just as much time. Does he not have the talent? I don't know. So that that was only my open mic thing. I just started thinking about this week because, you know, I hate to see, you know, coaches like that just kind of it seems like he's just hanging around right now. Okay. Uh, Princess, open mic. Um, well, Belichick just needs to go ahead and retire. I, I just really wanted to re- respond to that. Um, 17 divisional titles out of 20 years while Tom Brady was there. So, um, and zero for sure now. Um, and I don't know if he has the right quarterback. But my open mic is my Florida Gators. As I said last night, if I listened to Tim Moore and Larry Tisdale, um, my Gators would be 0-7 by now since they're in disarray. Um, and the coaching is not good. But look at them now. They're 5-2. and two. Um, They beat Tennessee. And I don't know if we celebrate being behind at South Carolina, but that was a good game to win and be 5-2 and two and second in the SEC East. So I like Billy Napier now. I don't want to fire him anymore. Um, but the schedule is heavy, and I don't know if they have any more wins in them. Um, but um, go Gators. All right, uh, Tim. Yeah, Doug, I'm really frustrated with um, the 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 readiness of of officials to just call targeting on any kind of hard hit. Uh, you know, it, I, I watched that that hit by um, uh, or in the uh, Cleveland Browns uh, San Francisco um, 49ers game uh, on the receiver. Uh, that they called a uh, legal hit to the uh, head and neck that was uh, a really clean, hard hit on the shoulder pad. Um, these guys, I think, are just blowing the whistle a little too fast, uh, a little too eager, and really sort of hurting the game. And, and, and that really had an impact on the way the flow of that ball game kept the drive alive. And I, I, that, that sort of bothers me because I'm seeing a, an awful lot of that. Staying right with you, Let's let's talk about the, the the top five. Well, my top five hasn't changed from last week. I I think that Georgia is the defending national champions, and until somebody beats them, they're number one. Um, I put Michigan at number two, even though they haven't played anybody. They've been impressive doing it. Uh, and uh, Florida State at number three, uh, Penn State, who I still believe is the best ten, best team in the Big Ten, at number four and uh, Washington, who continues to impress, at number five. Okay. Let's go with uh, Princess, your top five. Um, well, okay, my top five, Michigan at one, 
Washington at two, FSU at three, breaks my heart. I have Georgia at four. I don't think they've played a complete game all season. I know they haven't lost, um, and they may not, but I, I just don't think they are the number one team in the nation. And I had, at number five, I have the Penn State Nittany Lions. We are. We, we aren't. But anyway, uh, well, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think some of that, some of that uh, uh, Nittany Lions stuff will get worked out here in the next couple of weeks. But yeah, for me, uh, next still week, rolling this with, week. Uh, yeah, this week, starting this week, yep. Yeah. I'm still rolling with uh, Georgia at one, uh, Michigan. Um, I mean, I just think they are actually the most complete team. You know, having them finally seen them play a little bit more, they're actually pretty well-rounded. So Michigan at two, even though they truly haven't played uh, anybody. Um, I'm still rolling with Ohio State um, just because they got the quarterback situation, I think, ironed out a little bit more. Um, UW jumps in there for me. And then um, uh, Oklahoma and then FSU. Oh, I'm sorry, that's six. Uh Oh, I was going to say something. Don't worry. (laughs) <laughs> it's Will Lewis. He can have six if he but wants. Will, you know, you know, but Will, you know, you okay with me now? Yeah, that's that's yeah, Miller's that's great, that's great mind, great great. education. Absolutely, <laughs> learn to count by twos. <laughs> All right, Richard. Uh, Duck, you know, I'm like, uh, I think it was Tim said, you know, I'm going to leave Georgia there. You know, until they lose, they're there. I got uh, Michigan, too. And I think with Washington, um, that come behind victory, I bumped them up to to three. And then I'm going to go with, uh, let me make sure, let me count one, two, three, four, five. Okay, I just want to make sure I have five. (laughs) You can hand them to you. And then I'm going to go with Florida State and Ohio State after that. All right. Ricky, I'm going to stay with you. I don't know if you had a chance to watch any of the Kentucky and Missouri games. Uh, and if you did, what what is your thoughts on it? You know, Duck, I, I didn't. I just saw some highlights of it. Um, um, you know, if I'm not mistaken, um, you know, Missouri – well, this was the moment. I'm I'm losing it, Doug. Who did you say, Missouri and who now? Kentucky. Were you surprised okay. that Missouri beat Kentucky like they did? Yes, I was surprised at that. I heard the score. I didn't get a chance to see it, so I can't really speak on it much. But when I heard the score, I was really surprised. Um, I didn't I didn't think that. I mean, that was I didn't think that would happen. So, uh, like I said, I didn't see much of the game, so I can't really speak on it much. Okay, then Will, uh, is is Missouri the surprise of the SEC? Um, based on on that game, I mean, I I have to say that I clearly went with Kentucky, uh, and I think part of this was um, Kentucky not really rebounding from getting beat down by Georgia, um, so they didn't seem to be able to rally and and uh, and show any kind of resiliency, uh, and then uh, I think they were a little bit exposed by Georgia, and, and Missouri took advantage of that because. Uh, Missouri was able to run the ball on a Kentucky defense that you didn't think you'd be able to run on. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely surprised and pleasantly surprised by uh, Missouri and the way they've all kind of rallied around the quarterback that they were booing early in the year. Okay. Uh, uh, what's, what's your thoughts on that, Tim? 
Yeah, Doug, I'm on mute. I'm sorry. Um, that's at Wittenberg Education. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I, um, I'm surprised at Missouri. Um, they are they're a pretty solid football team. Uh, I wasn't expecting that from them, um, and uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty impressed. I don't think they have any superstar players, and they're not going to beat the top tier guys. They're not going to beat the Georgias and the Alabamas, but they're uh, they're going to be uh, a factor in this whole uh, uh, SEC situation. Okay, uh, Precious. Yeah, I was surprised, although I saw Missouri the week before and really realized that they, you know, they look fast and they really play good defense on offense and they have a running game. And they ran on Kentucky. Kentucky got up 14 to nothing. Um, and it just seems like they lost their way. And as Will Lewis said, no resilience at all. Um, and Missouri won this game. I don't think Kentucky scored in the, in the, in the fourth quarter. And Missouri had 18 points in the fourth quarter. Um, game over. Um, so a lopsided win, and I, I think everybody's right who said that, you know, that game against Georgia probably um, didn't do them any good as far as, you know, um, I don't know, a beatdown or, or whatever, or the fact that they may have been um, just a little bit limited in what they could do, and that showed in that game. I want to stay right with you, Princess. Let's talk about that Washington-Oregon game. Well, I, I thought that was the best game of the week. Um, although I, I watched Notre Dame and USC, I thought that was the best game of the week, and it came down to the end. I may have been secretly rooting against Oregon after all of the trash talk with, uh, with Colorado, but I, I thought it was just a very good game. Bo Nix played well in some spots, but I really was cheering for Michael Pennant Jr., and he did not disappoint. Um, and I, I thought the, the Washington Huskies offense looked really fast and good, and they didn't. They held on. And even with all of that, Oregon had a chance to win with the last-minute field goal. Well, not to win, but to tie it, and they didn't. They missed the field goal. But a very good game. Oh, I, and I see Coach Jay Hayes on, too. Let me open up this mic. Coach Jay Hayes, welcome to the show. Hey, Princess. How you doing? I've been doing listening really to you guys. Uh, Sorry about that. Good I, good I didn't job. have the screen up. That's okay. That's okay. Okay. Uh, since you're on, let's, let's see what you got for us. Today. We're talking about that Washington-Oregon game. What you got? I only got to see bits and pieces of it. Uh, I was at the University of Idaho homecoming game uh, versus uh, University of Montana. So we were watching it at the tailgate. Um, I was kind of pulling for Washington, to be honest with you. Um, and, you know, I liked uh, Penix. Uh, you know, I liked him when he was at IU, and uh, I like him even, even more now um, at Washington. I think he's become uh, a really mature quarterback, and, uh, you know, he's, he's a favorite for the Heisman now. Okay. All right, uh, Ricky, Washington, uh, Oregon. You know, I think, uh, you know, you had two Heisman Trophy candidates there. I thought it was a good game, very good game, actually. Um, I just think, you know, Washington um, outlasted them at the end. I think, you know, they, it was it was a hard-fought game. It was a game that played to the end and a uh, well-played game. And um, I think I was kind of rooting for Washington, Um 
<laughs> to be honest with you. But I was glad about the victory. And uh, like I said, it was a good competitive game. Right? One of the better games this weekend. Okay. Uh, Will? Yeah, did, did they play Purple Rain at all during that game? <laughs> they sure did. They sure yeah. did at the I'm, end. I was waiting. I was waiting for it, but I, I must have missed it at that time, man. But it was definitely doing a little bit of purple rain. Now, that, to me, that was probably the uh, the most exciting game of, of the weekend of the, of the college uh, the college atmosphere. I mean, that was just a, a great, you hate to say it, Pac-12 uh, going out of business game and all that, man. But that was uh, that was fun to watch, and he watched it go back and forth. Uh, Michael Penix showed why he's now a Heisman. Uh, candidate, um, you know, rightfully so. And, and part of the reason why I didn't put UW in, like, my top five, I think maybe I put him at six, is that really if it wasn't for the coach, Dan Lanning from Oregon, and him going for it, four, you know, three times on fourth and fourth and short and coming up short every time, maybe Oregon does win this game. So I think this is almost wow. a case of Oregon losing it and Washington not necessarily winning it, uh, not to take anything away from Washington because – like I said, it was a it was a it was a fabulous game and entertaining. Uh, just think that the uh, head coach from Oregon hurt the hurt his team in this game. Uh, Tim, yeah, uh, Duck. I thought I, I agree with Princess. I thought this was the best game of the weekend. Uh, great atmosphere, uh, tremendous action. Uh, man, they were throwing some blows out there. I mean, they were hitting each other. And Penix took a beating, but he hung in there and made clutch throws all the way down to the end of the ball game. I, I was uh, more impressed uh, with this game than anything that I saw all weekend. So, uh, great, great ball game. Two, two really good ball clubs. Okay, let me jump uh, back over to Jay Hayes. USC and Miami. Uh, didn't see that one. Impressed with UNC the fact that they are six and zero. Uh, and they're, you know, on one pole, they're 10. They're On both poles, they're 10. Uh, at 6-0, and oh, there's several teams with a loss in front of them, Texas, Oregon, uh, Alabama, um, you know, to name a few. Um, other undefeateds in front of them, Oklahoma, Penn State, um, you know, are, are in front of them. But North Carolina – is like Rodney Dangerfield, you know, they, they don't get any respect. So, um, I, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they finish the year. Okay. Uh, Ricky, USC Miami. Doctor, I thought this was a good game. I think, um, you know, UNC played well, um, you know, after coming out, didn't they, they think they had a bad loss against Georgia last week, right? That NC? No, I'm not, not mistaken. Not. That was Miami you, you and Georgia about, Tech. You, you, yeah, Miami and Georgia Tech. Yeah. Okay, well, oh, wait, what game did you ask me about, though, Doug? NC, you can you just ask me? Oh, Lord. North Carolina, Miami. Miami. Yeah, yeah, I'm just so okay. I'm, okay, yeah. um, I'm just looking at. Uh, you know what, Duck? That's why I'm making a mistake here. I didn't see that game. I apologize for that. That's probably why I'm, I'm kind of caught up here. 
So I didn't I didn't see I didn't get a chance to see that game, so I can't really speak on it. Well, Princess jumped in for you, so go ahead and continue, Princess. Well, that's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Porter, that's right. <laughs> I I got you. Um, you know what? I've, I've not respected North Carolina all season, um, but you got to say that they. I mean, not the fact that not only are they not undefeated or they're undefeated, but um, they played well. And I think Miami took a blow with Georgia Tech, and then you know, then this game. I don't know if they found their way at all. So. Um, it's back to the drawing board for them. And, I, and Miami doesn't have any ACC wins at this point. Um, but Drake may play well. And if I'm not mistaken, pass for over 300 yards and three touchdowns. Um, good game. Uh, Tim? Yeah, North Carolina's got a lot of talent. That, that's a pretty good football team. Yeah. Uh, they got an out, they got an exceptional um, uh, wide out, uh, fast as lightning. Um, they've got, I think, Drake May's the best quarterback in the country. And uh, this running back, wow. Omarion, um, whatever, what's his last name? I can't remember. Uh, Omarion. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a really good running back. And their defense uh, under Chiswick is playing really good physical football. Um, I was impressed with North Carolina. Okay, Will? Yeah, yeah I, think, uh, I think those two guys – that just went before me pretty much summed up exactly uh, what the UNC is. You know, because early on in the uh, year, um, I didn't give them a whole lot of credit, and they continued to to play and play well. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of uh, of Drake May. I think that uh, you know he's as good as anybody in the country. I don't know if he's the top quarterback, but he's he's pretty good and he's he's experienced um, uh, and, and 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 makes a, a heck of a lot of plays for him. Uh, to add insult to injury, um, UNC was now able to add Tez Walker. He's now eligible, the, the wide receiver, um, and he ended up with three touchdowns and over 130 yards receiving. So he just, he just got better. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, staying right with you, we'll let's talk a little bit about the US, USC and Notre Dame game. I know that's where Ricky waiting on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, it was it was a, it was definitely a, a good week to pull for uh, Coach Freeman, which I'd like to consistently consistently do. I don't know that I've ever really been a Notre Dame fan, but uh, you know I'd like to pull for that guy and think he does a heck of a job. Um, you know, to to kind of help his cause, the previous Heisman Trophy finalist candidate didn't play very well. Uh, Caleb Williams, the quarterback from USC, um, had as bad a game as he's he probably had in a long time. Uh, he threw three interceptions early in the game. Uh, all three of them resulted in touchdowns for Notre Dame. So that, that's tough to spot people 21 points and then and come back and win the game. Um, but Notre Dame showed up with uh, good defense. They got turnovers. Um, they shut down a lot of things, and they confused Caleb Williams. So it was uh, definitely, um, you know, a good game for Notre Dame. Okay. Uh, Jay Hayes. Uh, again, um, you know, go Irish. Um, I was glad they were able to defeat the toe jams, and um, you know, it's all, all, always good. always good to beat them. When I was at, at Notre Dame, we were four and zero against them. So, um, oh, okay. I, I don't know who's to to those guys. 
except when I was a cowgirl. So, uh, but All right. Name, I can't. Uh, hey, Precious? Yeah, I thought Notre Dame's defense was, was outstanding. And this was the, the worst game I've ever seen for for Caleb Williams. And he just couldn't seem to find his way. And then I, I thought he really tried to do everything on his own. Um, but every time they did try to come back and, 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 and make a game of it in the second half, um, Notre Dame would answer. But um, it was an ugly game for Caleb Williams. And as everyone has said on here, you know, USC does not have a defense. And um, Notre Dame was able to exploit that, too. Good game by them. Um, congratulations to, to Marcus Freeman. Okay. Uh, Tim Moore? Yeah, um, that was a beatdown. Um, <laughs> no, uh, it, it was just a beatdown. USC is allergic to defense. Uh, and uh, Notre Dame put pressure on uh, Caleb Williams all night. It was it was just a tremendous performance by Notre Dame. I, I've never been a Notre Dame fan, but that was impressive. Okay, I just want to uh, before Ricky answers, I just want a quest, quick question, Ricky. Was it true that uh, Notre Dame, uh, USC rented out the end zone to uh, Notre Dame as an Airbnb? <laughs> <laughs> Man, how do you dream up this stuff? <laughs> oh, he stays up a long time. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey, hey, Tim, I know, I know you're not a big Notre Dame fan, but you, you, you can come on over here. I, I'm gonna keep a spot for you. I'm gonna keep a spot over here for you because you're my boy. But uh, you know, I thought it was an impressive win, and I think we all pulling for Coach Freeman. We just, I mean, yeah. heartbreaking last week. For him to rally his team and get them to come back with a convincing, you know, win over, uh, well, you're going to call it a robbery. I mean, that was a game you look for, you see, you look forward to every year. So, um, and um, I'm still, you know, I still like to kid, uh, Caleb, um, Caleb Williams, but uh, he may have had his worst outing of his career, but I think he'll bounce back from it and, uh and play well. I still think that, you know, the young man is pretty good, but uh, I'm okay to need to have a good, uh, good game against um, Notre Dame. So I'm, uh, I'm okay with that victory. And I thought it was impressive. Okay. Ricky, uh, I'm going to turn it over to Tim and take it away, Tim. What you got for us? Okay. Let's look at this week's games. Uh, um, Rich Porter, what are you thinking? Clemson and Miami. Clemson's starting to look like the old Clemson again, and Miami seems to be faltering. You know, uh, let me ask you something, Tim. Where is that game being played? I think they're playing in Miami. Miami. Yep. Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm, I'm going to have to roll with the first statement you said. You know, it seems like at first I thought Clemson was – this was definitely rebuilding, but they, they look at, they've they looked impressive lately. So I, I'm going to go with uh, Clemson on that one. Even though they're going to play, be playing down in Miami, I'm going to go with Clemson. Okay, well, Lewis, what are you, what are you thinking? Uh, Clemson Tigers against uh, Miami, who's really seems like they haven't recovered quite. Uh, well, they started the North Carolina game pretty strong, though, um, after that bonehead play against Georgia Tech. Yeah, yeah, and and some teams are built to respond and recover, and and some teams aren't. I'm kind of thinking uh, Miami is not built to recover, you know, and it wasn't, you know, no fault of the players as much as it was the the coach 
um, right. you know, and his four o'clock management, but it cost them a, it cost them the game. So, uh, and I think you're right. I think Clemson's starting to kind of come into their own and hit it at the right time. So I'm going to say Clemson's going to be the uh, Miami team that's finding it difficult to recover. Mm-hmm. Coach Hayes, what, do you, what are your thoughts there, uh, Clemson and Miami? I think Clemson will win that. I, I'm I'm disappointed in just kind of how Miami is running their deal right now. Um, some of the stuff that happened in Crystal Ball's era in Oregon has followed him home, and uh, <clears throat> he just doesn't seem to have good control of of the game situations to me, and. Um, it's coming back to bite him in the butt a lot. Okay, Duck, uh, what are you thinking, uh, Miami and uh, Clemson? I, I'm uh, I'm going with Miami. I think they're going to rebound against Clemson. I'm not I'm not impressed with Clemson. Uh, Princess, you're down there in South Carolina. What are you What are you thinking? I'm going to roll with Clemson. I just don't think that they've lost all of their ACC um, power or leadership. And, and I think Miami is headed the, the other way, although I agree that they did come out strong against um, North Carolina. They could not keep it up, and I think we'll see that um, with Clemson. Um, but, if, you know, we know that Clemson has taken a step back from what they used to be, but I, I, don't, I think they have better athletes. I think someone said that in the first show. Oh, yeah. And I, I, think that yeah. will, I think that will show itself. Yeah, uh, Ricky, what are you, what are you thinking uh, um, with uh, our next game here? We're looking at um, ooh, just uh, just lost it there for a second. Oh, Duke, they've been surprising this season. Uh, going, yeah. They're taking on a Florida State team that seems to be resurgent. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, Tim, I'm gonna have to because <laughs> me and my son, my oldest son, had a little discussion, and you know, I'm a Notre Dame fan because that's where he graduated from, and he always gets on me when he listens. He says, you know, I know you pull for Notre Dame. He says why you don't call for Duke. And, I, you know, over the years, I just said, well, they're not that good. He said, well, what about this year? So, you know what, I'm going to go with my heart. I'm going to go with my heart and and go with him because he, he graduated from both places and he wants me to pull for Duke too. So this will be a good week to let him know I'm pulling for Duke um, to take out the Seminoles. And as a little boy, that was my favorite team growing up was the Seminoles. But I'm going to have to go with Duke and uh, – let him know that I'm supporting both of his universities. All right, all right. Well, Lewis, uh, Duke Duke's looked pretty good this year, uh, but they they're without their quarterback now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I'm thinking since uh, Pretty Ricky likes to vote with his heart instead of his wallet, <laughs> I'm gonna bet him on this game. This week. <laughs> That's why I don't bet. Let's Will. go with your wallet. <laughs> all right, no, I, I, I definitely would go with uh, FSU, who uh, you know. Is in the top five in the in the in the country and, and playing pretty well uh, against a I think an overachieving uh, Duke team that's found their niche but not against um, this particular team. So FSU. Coach Hayes, uh, Duke looks uh, about as good as they have since Steve Spurrier was there. Sure, but um, I think Florida State will win. Um, Duke is not having their quarterback. This game, um, you know, I've coached at schools like Duke. You know, Cal is is kind of like them. Uh, right. Your top twenty two are okay, and you start losing guys. Uh, one year I was at Cal, and we lost our quarterback, 
for four games and we lost all four games, <laughs> you know? So I just, I can't see them beating Florida state in Doak Walker or Doak Campbell, um, you know, um, without their quarterback. If their quarterback was playing, I'd give them a shot, but um, I, I can't see it. Okay. Princess, what are you, what are you thinking there? Steve Spurrier used to be a Doak. <laughs> he used to coach it. Um, you know, I, I think FSU is probably playing um, the best ball that in in the ACC and and of course the top five team. And I'd be surprised if they, you know, they don't win this game. But Ricky, tell your son I'm rooting for Duke too. So that's about the best I can give him. There you go, Princess. <laughs> okay, Duck. Duck, what are you thinking there? Well, you know, hey, look. That's awful that they, them two are connecting like that. But anyway, uh, Tim, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going with FSU now. Definitely FSU. Okay. Really? Let me see what you've done. you got a big one in Columbus, Ohio this weekend. Um, Penn State, who I think is the best team in the Big Ten. Uh, they're going to have to prove it, though, this week in Columbus, and that's a place they don't normally win against the Ohio State Buckeyes. What do you think yeah, I, I I like Ohio State, but I I think we aren't uh, might upset them. <laughs> okay, uh, Rick Porter, uh, what what are you thinking there? Penn State and uh, going into Columbus. Oh boy, Mm-mm-mm. you know what? I'm I'm gonna have to go with Ohio State. Um, I I like to see Penn State go in there and beat them, but I I just don't know if it can happen this year. Okay. I'm going to go with Ohio uh, State. Coach Hayes, I, I think Penn State's won twice in Columbus since they've been in the Big Ten. Uh, they've won several yeah. times in Happy Valley, but uh, not much in yeah. Columbus. What are, you, what are you thinking there? I I like Penn State um, just from the standpoint of um, I, I'm not a believer in Ohio State this year. You know, I think their quarterback is suspect. I, I know he's played better lately. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just, I just have a feeling Penn State will nose them out, even though it is in the horseshoe. Um, and you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with my man James Franklin. Okay, Will Lewis, uh, Penn State's got a quarterback this year. First time uh, I think since maybe Kerry Collins, something like that. Yeah, no, I think it definitely goes back a little ways, right? But uh, yeah, and he and he's been consistent, I think, all year long. He's and, and gotten better uh, and given them a chance to win every uh, in every game. Um, but the only other team that I couldn't um, ever root for, besides Penn State, would be West Virginia. Um, so, <laughs> so it'd be easy for me to go with Ohio State to, to win this. Well, let me uh, let me stay with you. Um, or did I get Prince on this one? No, um, okay. I, I don't know. Penn State, though. Penn State. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, let me stay with you for the, for this next one then. Uh, uh, Tennessee and Alabama. I think they're in Tuscaloosa this year. Did you, are you staying with me, Tim? I didn't know. Yes. Yes. I'm picking Alabama, but as I said last night, I don't want either either one of these teams to win. So if they can somehow come to six overtimes and a tie, 
Um, that's what I want, but I'll pick Alabama. Okay. Uh, now, Will Lewis, I'll come back to you for this one. Uh, Tennessee's going to Alabama. They beat uh, Alabama last year in Knoxville, uh, barely. But uh, what are you thinking? Um, yeah, I don't see a, a replay of that. Um, I'm, I'm going to roll with uh, Alabama. I just think the quarterback from Alabama is playing much better. Uh, not that he's you know, winning it by himself, but he's figuring out how to use his weapons uh, and then he he kind of understands his role, and and I think is playing a lot better, a lot sounder, uh, a little bit more of a system guy now than than early on. So I think he's kind of maturing. So I'm gonna go with Alabama to beat Tennessee. Jay Hayes, uh, Tennessee uh, going into Tuscaloosa. Um, you know, Alabama, I their offensive line, their tackles are so suspect to me. Uh, in the games I've seen them play, they make so many mistakes and put so much pressure on uh, Milrow. Um, I, I think Tennessee is going to edge them out in the game, even though it is in in Tuscaloosa. I, I'm going to pick Tennessee. Okay, Ricky Porter, what are you thinking? Uh, Tennessee is going to Tuscaloosa this weekend. Yeah, and I usually don't go against Jay, but I'm I'm gonna have to go against him only because it's in Tuscaloosa, and I just for some reason I still think he can't count Nick Saban out, and uh, I don't think a lot of people are thinking they're gonna win this game, so I'm, I'm gonna go with Alabama at this one because they're home. Okay, Duck, uh, where's uh, Nick Saban from? Almost heaven. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, hey, Duck be working together, <laughs> and the rest of the Republicans. Oh <laughs> my goodness! <laughs> What's your thoughts? Uh, uh, it, it's just simple, man. I'm going with Nick Satan. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, let's go to uh, uh, Coach Hayes uh, again. Um, let me ask you about uh, Utah with the uh, pickup trucks, and uh, USC, who doesn't play very much defense? I'm going to go with the Utes, man. <laughs> I, You know, I, I um, again, uh, is is that game, are they playing in Utah, that game? I'm not sure where they game is. Playing in That's the USC. Yeah, they're in, U- in they're LA. LA. These defense just scares me. I I, I I don't understand how they can be that bad on defense, but um, and I think Utah's quarterback is practicing. I don't know if he's going to play, um, but I I just I'm gonna I'm gonna bet Utah in this game. Okay, uh, Ricky Porter, uh, Utah's got 85 uh, pickup trucks. Uh, they're going to <laughs> LA this weekend. <laughs> Okay, USC does not bounce back. I'm going with Utah, um, and I think it's going to be an impressive victory. So I'm going with Utah. Okay, um, Will, Will Lewis, what are you thinking, Utah and USC? Yeah, I'm I'm on that bandwagon as well. I'm thinking uh, Utah is just going to play big boy football against them and, and punch them in the mouth and, and play good defense. Um, so I think that's what it comes down to. So Utah uh, over USC. Okay, Princess, what do you think in Utah and USC? 
I'm hoping and thinking that Utah, USC will bounce back. I'm not on the Utah bandwagon, and everybody knows why. So I'm picking USC and Caleb Williams to bounce back. Coach Donald Jones is on. Welcome to the show, sir. Hey, guys. Uh, my apologies, man. I had a family issue, but um, but I but I definitely want to get on talk about my uh, my Huskies, man, if I can. <laughs> okay. I had a song, I had a song planned, but, you know, called Purple Rain, but I don't want to hurt anybody's ears. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, let me ask you, Don Jones. Let me ask you, Real Lewis. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's let's start with the pack. Let's start with the Pac-12. Uh, last year in existence, uh, Utah is going to LA to play USC this weekend. What do you, what do you think of that? Uh, Utah's going to crush them. USC is the worst one of the worst teams in the Pac-12. I mean, the Pac-12 this year, you know, bittersweet, but Pac-12 is by far. Yeah, you know, I know people may not agree with me, but the Pac-12 is the best conference in the nation this year. And USC probably is about the fifth or sixth best team. You know, I think I don't think they, I don't think they're going to be able to handle Utah because of, you know because of the defense. They just, they just don't play. They don't tackle. They don't play defense at USC anymore. You know, they want. I, I believe they're on the bottom half of the Pac-12 this year. And I got Utah, no doubt. Yeah, Doug. Before you uh, before you get to Donald and get him talking about his Huskies, uh, he, he makes a good point. Oregon State's got a good football team out there this year, too. Uh, but what do you think in Utah and USC? I'm taking I'm – take, I'm with Princess. I'm taking USC. Okay. All right. Take it Oh, thank you, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's let, 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 – you know, we, we miss Donald Jones. Let's let him get these Huskies – I mean, the Doves or whatever they call office chest. All right, tell us what's going on with the Washington Huskies, man. Purple rain, purple rain. Hey, man. No, don't do oh, that. Don't do that. Okay. 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 You can't get us taken off our air. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been this excited about Washington football. I mean, anytime we beat the Ducks. It's a good day. I mean, I was I was nervous for a little bit though, right? well, because that was such that was the best game I've seen in in years. Um, um, and and um, but Coach DeBoer got those guys playing at a high level on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, Penix is the Heisman Trophy leader, I think, right now. Um, but um, but the program is. Uh, I mean, the team is. You know, right now it's hitting on all cylinders. They playing. You know, and I mean, I knew that Oregon game was going to be the, probably going to determine the champion, the regular season champion anyway. But they very well could meet again. But but the Pac-12, I mean, it's still far from over because Washington got a tough schedule because the Pac-12 is that strong. You got Oregon State is good. Washington State is good. Um, Arizona is good. I mean, we beat Arizona already, but they gave us a they, they were a handful. Um, you know, and you know, we got Arizona State. We should that shouldn't be a, be a problem. But but um, but you know, you still, you know, you got Utah. It's going to be a tough game as well. Um, UCLA, we got UCLA and USC. So, uh, and like I said, I don't, I'm not concerned about USC, but but um, but I think USC, UCLA is going to be a, a problem this year too. But I'm, like I said, I'm excited about you know where we at right now. It's still a long season though, so. 
you know, but but but, but Oregon is probably going to be the toughest test, and we were able to come out with a win, a big W. The college game day was there. I mean, Husky Stadium was rocking like you know like never before. You know, you know, we had Cedric the Entertainer and in the crowd and on the sidelines. You know, keep. You know, it was just a. You know, we had we had some Colorado vibes for a little while there. You know. <laughs> But 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 you might okay. you know you know the first time I mentioned Colorado, you know I mean they like I said I mean that's how strong the Pac-12 this year, you know that's one thing I feel about you know I feel bad for um, Colorado I don't think they understood you know you know how tough the Pac-12 was going to be, you know if, you know if, if they did understand it I don't think they would have had as much bravado but but that that Pac-12 man is a monster this year. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. We're going to have enough of that for the rest of the year. But anyway, uh, <laughs> all right, uh, Donald Jones, we're going to stay with you, man. <laughs> what what pro game did you watch this weekend, man? Pro game? Oh, man, I watched a couple of them. Um, but, I, but I watched the, um, you know, I watched I watched the 49ers um, um, lose to Cleveland. Um, that's one of the games I watched. Because um, that I was that was a total shocker, I, you know. Um, you know, but Cleveland's defense, man, is no joke. They can play with anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And they can play with anybody, man. And um, and I'm really, you know, because I expected the Forty Niners. You know, I thought, you know, I just hadn't seen anybody, you know, stop Purdy. You know, brought, you know, the quarterback Purdy. I think he's undefe- undefeated, right, in his career. But Cleveland had him all. This Kabamba, he, he, Cleveland had him confused, um, you know, and they were putting pressure on him constantly. You know, anytime you got, that's the, that's the antidote to any good quarterback is you know pressure, and um, and they and they stayed well, in the face the whole game. Well, the the secret to the Browns' success, Donald, since you want to know about Purdy, uh, the Browns came out there in WVU uniforms before the game. <laughs> And he thought he was back at Iowa State. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Okay. You really want to bring up WVU? Okay. So, coming come to Will Lewis, <laughs> what pro game did you watch? <laughs> the Browns came out in WV, WVU uniforms, which explains why WVU didn't show up with any uniforms. Oh, 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 oh. Fire. oh my bad. <laughs> Good. Um, let me see. No, I thought there were a couple, uh, couple good games on. Um, the, obviously, the Eagles going down to the Jets. The Jets playing good defense. Um, you know, and, and, and defense, good defense seems to be the theme, right? Um, watch the San Diego or San Diego, L.A. Chargers against Dallas. Dallas played good defense against uh, uh, the Chargers um, quarterback. And then, uh, you know, just like we just said, watch the uh, the Cleveland game. Um, and, again, defense is what, what showed up here. And the reason to watch the Cleveland game is because I wanted to see P.J. Walker play. Um, and all P.J. had to do was just, you know, hold it down and not make too many mistakes and let the defense do their thing. Um, but what literally added uh, insult to injuries here or injuries to insult was San Francisco losing their left tackle, their left guard, their best running back, their best wide receiver, and then they had a kicker that missed the field goal at the end uh, so the you know, but the thing that kept Cleveland in it was their was their defense. But that's just how things kind of go in the NFL. Okay, Tim Moore. Yeah, I I watched that thing last night. Um, that was pretty good. 
uh, Dallas uh, and uh, <laughs> Dallas and San Diego. Uh, it's a good ball game, and I give the Cowboys credit. They they were pretty pretty impressive against the Chargers team that I think is fairly decent. Um, uh, so uh, I watched that, and then I think the New York Jets have got a got a, an emerging star at running back in Brees Hall. Um, the defense played adequately. Uh, Philadelphia still could have won the game, but uh, I thought they did what they needed to do to win, and the quarterback didn't lose it for them. The okay. Jets quarterback, uh, Zach Wilson, right? Whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 Princess, well, what games did you watch? I, I watched the Jets and the Eagles, and um, I was rooting for the Jets the entire time. Um, and then um, I watched the Cleveland-San Francisco game, and, and I was surprised that um, the Cleveland defense played so well. And San Francisco just got decimated with injuries, um, but still had an opportunity uh, to win to win that game. So congratulations to Walker and the Browns. And of course, I watched Dallas last night, and it was a nail biter to the end. But um, the Cowboys pulled it out. Okay, Ricky Porter. <laughs> Oh boy, hey Duck. You know what? I watched I watched the Cleveland Forty ers game, and uh, I was really impressed. I hadn't seen the Browns really had a chance to really watch them, but I was really impressed with their defense. Uh, I didn't know that they were that good. Uh, now, honestly, I wanted the Forty ers to win. I guess I kind of pulled for uh, Christian McCaffrey and them because you know I coached his dad, Ed McCaffrey, so I kind of pulled for them a little bit, and um, and uh, I, you know that. That was a game that I thought was a good game, and and I learned something about Cleveland. I didn't know their defense was that good. Now, did it have something to do with you know the injuries that that Forty um, Nineers sustained? But uh, I thought they were impressive, and I'm I'm happy for them. I thought it was a good game. Okay, uh, Jay Hayes. Uh, that, a couple games that people didn't mention. Uh, Detroit really. Uh, took it to uh, Tampa. Uh, Detroit's on a roll. Um, you know, they look really strong. Um, and then the Giants were just snake bit versus the Bills and uh, weren't able to uh, overtake them. The Bills got an ugly win. Uh, you know, uh, their their quarterback even said, you know, hey, let's just get out of here. And went after they were interviewing him after the game. Uh, and then last night, you know, the Cowboys and Chargers uh, was a back and forth game, and I thought Dak really came through and uh, you know made some plays when he needed to, uh, as opposed to um, the week before when they played the the Niners and uh, he just, you know, uh, didn't, didn't do well, didn't have a great game. But I thought last night when the pressure was on, he, he performed and uh, was uh, happy for, uh, you know, Lamb and, and um, the, the guy uh, that they got in the trade, uh, the receiver, the old guy um, that, that uh, played pretty good for him. So, um, and I thought they played good last night. Yeah, Cooks. Cooks, yeah. Okay. 
right, Princess, so you can have a little break. Uh, Take us out of here, Princess. Well, thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate you all. Um, Will Lewis, Ricky Porter, um, uh, Coach Jay Hayes, and um, Donald Jones, I appreciate you all being on. Did I get everybody in that one? Tim? Yeah. Okay, and then Tim Moore and, and Duck Riley. You all have a great rest of the week, um, and we'll see you next week. Never had a so good sports radio. We'll get out of the way here and then come back for Sports Talk Atlanta at 8 o'clock. Have a great week, gentlemen. Okay. Thank all right, you, you. Same with you. All right. All right. Bye. Good being with you guys. Glad go to Gators have you back, and Coach go Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Glad to have you back. Never had it so good. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.